The guys you know and trust talking about the teams you can't live without. This is DJ and PK on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Join Hans and Scotty Friday. They're going to be at Spa Trevay and Orem, 295 East University Parkway. Stop in and say hi. They'll be broadcasting live from noon to 3. Okay, I'm going to go and give old Hans a big bear hug. I'm going to lift him up in the air like he likes to do. Treat you like a rag doll. <laughs> break, Except I can't. <laughs> break your ribs. <laughs> he can do it to me. I can't do it to him. <laughs> All right, I got two, uh, I got two Shohei Otani stories for you. You ready? The star who transcends baseball on the one hand, you got Travis Kelsey over here with it's such a big deal. Every game, there's Taylor Swift in the in the really in the luxury suite. What you hadn't heard? No. But Shohei Otani, you actually didn't hear nothing about him, and suddenly he announces he's married. And he doesn't reveal who she is, and he says he's asking the media to refrain from conducting unauthorized interviews. Now I know you've been at spring training and you've seen the foreign media. If a player comes over from Japan and he's got the kind of following that Ichiro or Shohei or any of these other big stars have. Whomever. Right. right. They're there all will big be, stars, just yeah, if they made there, it. There's a lot of big stars who've come over. There will be tons of media after him. And those are just the ones who've traveled to a different continent. So imagine what the interest level would be like and the media presence would be like back in Japan. So he's asking the media to refrain from conducting unauthorized interviews. And I don't think he's talking to you and me. Because we don't care, no, oh, no, and we're not going to no. hunt it down. But in Japan, huge story. He totally kept it under wraps, and then he announces the season well, is maybe, approaching. Maybe, but I would like to announce to everyone that I have gotten married. Maybe he just did that. Maybe it was under wraps here, but I don't know. About he said all his new wife is from Japan. He without identifying her, and he's going to reveal more in an interview Friday. So sweet Friday, yeah. <clears throat> now find out uh, Shohei's lady. Yeah, there you go. Sweet. Yeah, sorry, well, ladies, he's off the market. He's twenty nine. He's labeled Jap- Japan's biggest celebrity. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Shohei's not twenty nine, is he? Otani, comma twenty nine, comma already is Japan's biggest celebrity. I'm wow. reading it straight out of. Uh, uh, it's an ESPN news service. He's twenty nine so assu- already. I assume it's an AP story. Actually, okay. I mean, he came over a little later. I get it, but I still didn't, I I would have thought maybe twenty seven. I would have agreed with you. I just yeah. checked Wikipedia. July five, nineteen ninety four. Nice. So he is going to turn thirty during the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they grow up quick. It's there hard, it is. It's hard for me to believe that Bryce Harper will be thirty two this year. <laughs> That's I saw him at twelve. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable, but that's the way it is, and we all do that. I can't believe, oh, he's that old, she's that old. Yeah, it happens. He put a photo out with this, but it's not of her. The photo uh, is a photo of his dog, and his dog is called, I know you're a big dog guy, Decoy, mm. which is, I don't know, Decopin, I guess, Decopin. Is his dog uh, Japanese? <sighs> Don't know if he got the dog when he came stateside or if he got the dog when he was in Japan. I don't know. I told you, growing up in New Jersey, yeah, there was a guy, <laughs> yeah, kid across did. the street, and they were from Cuba. Mm-hmm. And it always blew my mind that the dog responded in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, you like, couldn't grasp that. I could not, no. Dogs speak English. <laughs> no, they just react to the tone of your voice. Right. How does that dog know Spanish? <laughs> Cause the, How old were you when you were trying to grasp this concept? Eight, nine, ten, <laughs> eleven, twelve. 
Yeah. Third grade PK. The yeah. dog speaks Spanish, right. Ma. Right. Right. The mom spoke no English. None whatsoever. Yeah. The kids, you had two kids, and one of them was a friend of mine. They were in American schools, so they spoke English. Mm-hmm. But when they spoke to the dog, it they was spoke always Spanish. In Spanish. It always baffled me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. How do you, why didn't I? No word on that. Dog should be speaking English. And then the, the first time I covered Gonzaga mm-hmm. and Hachimura was there, mm-hmm. I remember walking down the hall after the game, and it was packed. And I'm thinking, what the heck? And it was all the Japanese media waiting outside the locker room for Hachimura to come out. And then they, and I ended up with a cool one-on-one with Mark Few. And I was talking to him about what it takes to build a program. And meanwhile, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're all like, who cares about the coach, man? Right. we got to talk to Rudy. And so I got, I got a cool uh, one-on-one with Mark Few, and we're talking about the – just ways to build a program because at that point he was very vocal about the Mountain West, or excuse mm-hmm. me, the West Coast not being good enough and how it was and weighing. He needed them more down. teams to build programs. Right, right, right. He was happy BYU was in the league because along with St. Mary's, that Absolutely. meant four good games. Right. And he was looking for six, eight, and ten. Right, right. And he, so he, he wanted at, more of what the Mountain West has this year. Yeah. We were talking nothing about the game. It was it's all, all big picture stuff. Yeah, 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 and we played it on the air, and it was yeah. cool. And, and meanwhile, over to our left, <laughs> everybody's waiting. We're like on, thirty people waiting on Rui Hachimura. On yeah. Hachimura, yeah. Uh, one other Shohei note here. Well, this isn't so much a note as speculation. He's now switched leagues, right? And he's a former AL MVP. Yes. And I saw Woody Page on one of the uh, ESPN Talking Head shows, and Woody was talking about. There's only been one guy in the history of Major League Baseball who's won the MVP in both. Leagues, Frank, Frank Robinson, Robinson, right? And that's... He's a big NBA fan. 50, used to see him in a lot of Clipper games. 50, 60 years ago now that he pulls that off. Woody Page, 77. They don't go away. No. 77 years old, right? I looked that up too. I was thinking that when I saw him yesterday. And uh, he pointed out that Mookie Betts, another Dodger, also has an AL MVP. He does. And so it's not beyond the thought that there could be a race for the NL MVP, two Dodger teammates... Already with AL MVPs, you know, on the mantle, trying to match Robinson going head-to-head for it. Now, it may not work out that way. It could be somebody else on another team. But well, I don't think Shohei will get it this year because he was also getting it for pitching. I think that went into him getting. Right. And he's and not so going to pitch this he'd, year. He'd have to go out and hit 60 homers. and or, Yeah, 140 ribs. Yeah, 50 homers and 140 ribs. and Yeah. Bad three twenty and right to have the but he's supposed OPS to pitch off the charts next season, which would give him a better odd because that's right. another way to contribute and dominate the game. Right. Yeah. So Woody threw that out there, something to watch for. Two Dodger teammates who both realistically could still pull this off and match Frank Robinson. Well, for that matter, Freddie Freeman can get the freaking MVP. I mean, he's been in the National League yeah. the whole time, but he's right. he has an MVP. So he's very much capable of of doing that. Dodge, Dodgers have paid some big names. My money's on Tatis. Oh yeah, you're just saying that to get me going. <laughs> Your money's not on him. It's too out there. He's free spirit. Uh, sure, but he's got the ability. And if he would play 150 games and be healthy, he's got he's a, he's an amazing ball player. And I think we're gonna the best for him is yet to come. 
DJ and PK, when we come back, everything you missed in this show next, including Scotty G on the Aggies and the quest for an NCAA tournament win. It's been more than 20 years. They've only got one in the last 50. We'll tell you about that and also Zach Wilson next. Stay with us. For all of you uh, less motivated listeners, it's time for your 9 o'clock. Where the heck have you been headlines? Where you at? With DJ and PK on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. I said, settle down, settle down, everything is fine. Take your eyes off the floor. She said, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not all right. DJ PK brought to you in part by America First Credit Union. Get the official debit card of the Utah Jazz, University of Utah Sports, or else I'll like more exclusively at America First Credit Union. Well, it's time to get you up to speed on all the things you missed in this show. 9 a.m. Slacker Radio Headlines brought to you by Tim Dolly Mazda Southdown. Find your new Mazda at the south end of the valley. Tim Dolly Mazda Southdown. That's Tim Dolly Mazda Southdown in Sandy. We had Scotty G on... One tournament win in 50 years, PK. Is this group going to be different? Will the Aggies break through in the NCAA tournament? Now, they got three regular season games to go. they got Air Force Friday night at home. You'll hear that game right here on The Zone. they got the conference tournament. Scotty said seven teams can win it. Uh, we were out of time, so I didn't have a chance to get into a debate with him on this, but I think he's wrong. I think it's six. Colorado State is three and seven on the road. Are they really going to win four games in a row in Las Vegas? No. They're not. Yeah, but it's not on the road. It's not. But they're still Unless not going to play win. Vegas. Right. But I just don't buy that CSU is going to win four and games. I needed to why, but yeah. I mean, it's possible. He, he was making a point. He was the depth a point. of the league. The, the league is deep, and the other six teams. All right, I don't buy the Lobos, but that's still five teams, and that's still deep. New Mexico's dangerous. It's it's a it is a great league this year. They need to toot their own horn and do all that stuff because they've earned the right, as far as I'm concerned. And played, they've had some great games too. And fans love great games, no matter what you're rooting for. Uh, and I think to answer your question, uh, your statement, can they do it? Yes, I, I, th- I think it's legitimate. The the players that they have, I don't know that they're playing above their capability. It's not a fluke is what I'm saying. Osibor is a Mack truck. 6'8", 250. It's <laughs> legit. Yeah. And he plays with a lot right. of energy. And yes. not all guys that size do. And it's it and it's oversimplifying. It's a, it's a big ask. But it is. He has it's, a big ask. It's different. Hey-o. It's different than asking a, a six-foot guard to run around out there and play right. hard. And Brown and Martinez, these guys are seniors. And that counts for something. Maybe they got another year left. I don't know. I don't know what all that's about. <laughs> I don't think but Brown. Players. I don't think Brown does. I think he's three schools and six years deep into this. They're players, man. They're not flukish players. I think, and and they have a way that translates <clears throat> the style that they need can give them success in three weeks. And they can get any, any team. Really can well, lose any game. Those so you listed all that. you listed all the reasons that they can win, and they will probably be in a six eleven seven ten eight nine game, and we know those games are pretty close to toss ups. Very slight edge to the better seed in those matchups historically. 
Scotty listed the reasons they would lose when he went to too many turnovers, too many missed free throws. I mean, given how many close games are in the NCAA and given the way teams foul at the end of college games, if you're not a good free throw shooting team, well, there's the obvious Achilles right there. We've seen a lot of games lost in the NCAA tournament because people can't make free throws. Their guards will make them if they're in that situation. I hope they do win. For sure, I hope they do win. Absolutely. Another game, something that's only happened once and all the time we've been here. Their program right now isn't an underdog program this year, the team, but the program is. And so it's – I hesitate to call them a little guy, uh, but they're not perceived as having success. If, if you have one NCAA tournament win in 50 years, which is what they have, then if you win a game in the tournament, it's a really big deal. It should be celebrated. The fans are certainly going to enjoy it. They've sat through enough frustrating NCAA tournament losses. Why wouldn't they lose their mind and go nuts? You know, doing a deep run and doing what San Diego State did, that seems really unlikely for any Mountain West school. It's hard to believe they pulled it off. The Mountain West, as Scotty documented, has a lousy NCAA tournament record over the last five years. And and they got hurt because the 2020 tournament that didn't happen it looked like they had two teams poised to to win a game or two in that tournament maybe they could have had two sweet 16 teams and we'll never know well but nonetheless they had multiple pros yes nonetheless the conference needs some wins out of these six teams that look like they got a shot to get it does there's a lot of pressure on them when they get there because they're going to get a bunch of teams maybe more than ever and then they look for validation yep so they've got to find a way somebody's got to, to break through to get that and then they'll put up the graphics on television yeah and you don't want your leg there oh and six one and six no not at all not at all because this is a league that isn't going anywhere you know what I mean what do you mean I don't know exactly well there's not if Washington State and Oklahoma State or, or Oregon State break it up reloading the pac 12 yeah but then they're just gonna go over here some of them, yeah. I mean, there's been talk. One plan is they'll take six teams and build an eight-team league and call it good. That'd be awesome. Utah State yeah. in the Pac-12 or Pac-8? Uh, Go back to the Pac-8? Well, we'll see if, if Utah State's one of the teams that gets across the I line. I understand that. They yeah. may not be. I get that. Right. There's a, there's two or three locks, and then it's open season after that, and maybe the Aggies well, are in. and maybe a lock? Are. Vegas? San Diego State, Boise State, and Fresno State are the three I've read. Okay, what about Vegas? Because you're not. They'd be open season trying to get in, and maybe they really? would. Really? Maybe they would. I think they'd be a lock. Yeah. Okay. I'm so. not doing for any great athletic accomplishments. No, it's a. It's Vegas. You can play your conference basketball tournament there. You can play a football title well, game you can there. Play it without it. Right. There's no Pac-12 team in Vegas. And Big 12 holding its media days there. There's no Big 12 team, so you can do whatever you want. West Coast, there's no. Vegas still brings whack. Vegas still brings a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. four tournaments in there, and there's only one that has a— <laughs> One UNLV with has yeah. an anchor. Right. Everybody else just goes for Vegas. So that would be four, and then it's everybody else is scrapping for two spots. You know, CSU wants in. Uh, yeah, Utah State I, I just wants think in. that they ought to go there instead of you come here. I get it. We'll see how— maybe, And maybe that'll happen. We'll see how it plays out. I don't think anybody really knows. You were just telling me there's uh, the new Pac-2 commissioner has a media availability, which will be— Big in Corvallis and Oh great. I can't wait for Kanzano. She told me. <laughs> that, that's probably coming. Yeah. <laughs> I just think if I'm that, I just why don't you guys just come over here? It's it's not a bad league. 
And I don't think it's a disgrace and a huge split, step down. Pro- I think it's more about the money. That now you're splitting the money 14 ways. It's going to be about the same paycheck. Why not just split it eight ways? And what does? Uh, how many people are Wyoming and New Mexico bringing to the party? And it's Hawaii's expensive. And why don't we just do without some of these teams? What is San Jose adding? I mean, I can see some of the teams he had cut out. I think I think Utah State's in kind of a gray area whether they get in or not. If that's the plan that happens, and I wonder if they took Vegas, would they then take Reno? And then then you get into the whole politics, right? Yeah. Are San Diego and Fresno going to be forced to leverage San Jose into the? So league? then, what does the Mountain West do? Take Montana State and Weber, and- or a handful of Texas teams? You know, the Texas states of the world. North Texas has been mentioned. Yeah, I don't know. Do the Dakota schools want to uh, want to up their game? They're largely dominating at the level they're at. There's four of them. How many of them would want to make a move? And I think there's a bunch of schools in Texas. UTSA, North Texas, Texas State. That's three off the top of my head. UT San Antonio. UTSA. Grand Valley. (laughs) I don't know if they'll make the move. That seems a little bigger jump. Hoops today. Are you ready? It starts at 3 o'clock. The Utah women playing Washington State. Washington State 6-10 in conference. Utah 10-6. Set up for Utah to beat Washington State. And then Washington 22-8 going to the conference tournament. They need these wins. They're battling. Will they be a five seed and have to play a second-round game on the road in the NCAA tournament? The top 16 teams host. They got to host last year. I would say probably. They're probably on the road. The conference is so good. But I can't guarantee it. Maybe they have a good run in the conference tournament and they end up with a four seed based on what some well, of these other teams do as well. Okay, but how about with the NCAA tournament being here? Is that going to hurt them? Yeah, it's it's not at the Huntsman Center. It's at Delta Center. The Delta Center. <laughs> I'll go the. Well, I'm not going the. Okay, that's too Ohio State-ish. Yeah. Makes your skin crawl. It do. Ick. It's a doubleheader, 3 o'clock. The women play Washington State. Then at 6 o'clock, the Utah men are playing, 16 and 11 now. They're at home. They got a chance to win this. I think Cal and Stanford are coming in. They could sweep this weekend and then split with the Oregon schools next week. Be 19 and 12, looking for win number 20 going to the conference tournament. And that's not bad progression. And then we'll have to see what the roster does because they've got guys – they're an older team, and, yeah. And Carlson is gone. We know that uh, Brandon won, uh, and but then they can get some get some transfers. And it'll be interesting to see what they can do as far as recruiting in the Big Twelve. You know, Khalifa said I didn't know anything about Mormons, but when I heard Big Twelve, that's all I needed to know. And obviously, he came because of that. So yep. they'll be in the Big Twelve next year, and and they'll add to it. Uh, I know there's some frustration with Utah basketball. I get it, especially if you're over 40, uh, you, you you get the, the great history that they've had. But if they can do what you just said, to me, that's a form of progression. Stanford tonight, Cal on the weekend. Stanford at 6.30. Stanford's 12-15, and 15, and Utah is 16-11. and 11. But Stanford's 7-10 in conference. Utah's 7-9 in conference. So they're right there, the whole seeding thing. Who do you play in the conference tournament? They're 12-2 and two at home, man. So, beat Stanford today, beat Cal on the weekend, and then head off to the Oregon schools. 
That'll be the plan for the men. So the women at 3, the men at 6.30. And the Utah Jazz right here on the zone. Pre-game at 4, tip-off at 5. The Utah Jazz are in Orlando playing a magic team that's in a wild race in the East. Four teams separated by a half game from 5th place to 8th place. And they are in that mix. They are currently the team a half game back in 8th. A model hit on draft picks, and eventually you will be good. Now, I don't think that Jazz fans want to wait as long as Magic fans have had to wait. No, but when they've hit on picks, then it's taken off. I get that. I get what you're saying there. That's for sure. But when they've hit uh, on their draft selections, they've they've done well. Now, that's sort of a duh, and when they haven't hit, they sucked. And so you look at Black. You know, they had two first-round picks this year, Howard and Black. And those guys are so young. I mean, they're so freaking young that I'm not sure what they'll develop. Orlando's missed three playoffs, three years in a row they've been out of the playoffs, and nine of the last 11. But That's quite the dry spell. And they've had a, they've had a number of picks. But Boncaro, they had one, and that's a hit. Rookie was, of the year, baby. He was the number one pick. Yep. And so he he's good. A black at six, check back. Too too early. Too early to forecast. I thought Suggs would be a little bit better. They took him at five. I loved him at Gonzaga. Now the Wagner kid, uh, would he go to Michigan, was it? He was like eight, and he's a player. Cole Anthony, I think he was middle around fifteen. He's okay for there. I'd have to go back and see, you know, who was uh, drafted after those guys. I'm not sure about that. Orlando's on a uh, good little run right here. They are 10-4 and four in their last 14 games. And they've won four out of five with a win over Cleveland in that stretch. Well, so. they started well. Yeah, I don't think Mitchell was there. They started well, and then they went in a little slump, and now they've rebounded. Ironically, their one loss in the last five games was to Atlanta, the same team that just lit the Jazz up by 27, and Atlanta beat them by 17. Wow, Atlanta, they're dangerous. (laughs) No one can really take that seriously, but thank you. Did you know in 2002, Orlando traded the draft rights to Curtis Borchard to the Jazz for the draft rights of Ryan Humphrey and Jamal Sampson? Nope, that's I a forgettable. I did not remember that. We hear about those. That trade was a win-win. <laughs> so that trade was a lose-lose. I don't even remember who Ryan Humphrey and Jamal Sampson are. I know Borchard because he played at Stanford and the Jazz drafted him, and he had foot issues. That'll give you something to do during the break. I I won't do it. Yeah, you could. I'm, I'm going to go to the bathroom. We talked about Zach Wilson, the Rams' best scenario, but there's no perfect scenario. I don't know that there is. Yeah, I don't know there's a guarantee that if he goes and sits behind uh, whomever it might be, in this case, obviously Stafford. Will he get to play in that system for that coach? And that, and that when it, his time comes at 26, 27, that he's going to hit the ground. I hope so. Like the kid. Hope so. I've heard great things about the fam. My wife taught some of his uh, siblings and said they were great kids. 
Rams like the le- seem like the leader. I think the Niners and Chiefs, there's some obvious uh, strengths there. I think places like Denver and Minnesota, there's a certain logic to it. A little bigger roll of the dice for those teams. Um, well, I, th- I-, I actually think anywhere they have an established quarterback. Anywhere. Cardinals. Anywhere. I would say about half. Chargers. About half the – oh, the Chargers is a good one. There, there's a coach who, because he's brand new – Ought to be there a while, and he's got a good record with quarterbacks and bringing them along. We saw that in San Francisco. Yeah, the one hitch is he is behind a younger guy who ought to be there for a so while. So what? Injuries could clear the way for you to play, or you get your education there, but then you go get your starting job somewhere else. You go get your grad degree. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, it's the NFL, man. Quarterbacks every two or three years. There's going to be a lot of change. Right. Just a ton of change. And I think some of the change in this offseason, where is Cousins going to sign and how long is he going to sign for? If he signs a one-year deal in Minnesota, they got a younger coach and he was a quarterback in college and they seem to have a pretty good offense and some good receivers around you, so that's a positive. And if Cousins is there for one year, and man, maybe maybe that's an opportunity. I think actually, the now that I've thought about it, the best spot, Giants. <laughs> yeah, stay in New York, <laughs> stay under the glare. Same stadium. So if the Jets are option 32, <laughs> the Giants are option 31. Let's go from the bottom up. Then the Patriots, because you're still in the division, brand new coach. Oh, Josh Arnold, to go back up. Or Allen, go back up him. 30. That's situation 30. <laughs> Get away from the AFC East. Get away from the East. No, don't do the, the Northeast. Don't go to the Dolphins or Bills. Cause yeah, don't go to with, Philly. Don't go to Baltimore. Half the league has established Washington. quarterbacks. And the other half, if they're not in the market now, they will be soon. Right. So yeah, my, yeah. with taking Miami and Buffalo off the plate, now you go from 16 to 14 jobs. Yeah, but as long as you got one of them. And I think you'll have one of them. I don't, I don't think he should be given up yet. Given up on, I guess. Well, yet. you had a comparison to a former Oregon Duck quarterback you liked. Marcus Mar- Mariota, who I thought was just awesome in college uh, and hasn't really panned out, you know, was a high pick to second pick of Tennessee. He's now on his fourth team, Philly. But he's still in the league. Has it been a decade now, though? Uh, yeah, 2015, I think he came out. Was it? Somewhere in there? Closing in then. Yeah. Maybe. That's a good long run. Like you said, steady paychecks. All right, DJ and PK, that's a lot of what we have been talking about. The Lakers beat the Clippers. Will the Clippers ever get it right in L.A.? They were shorthanded, but nonetheless, the Lakers again. When we come back, your feedback next. Stay with us. And now, enough of us. It's time to hear from you. From all your texts, tweets, and posts. This is the best feedback of the day. Oh, I was there. That's the best game of my life. With DJ and PK on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. PK, it is time for your feedback. Everything you had to say about today's show. Cal, we were talking about revitalizing downtown. I don't know about revitalizing. Wouldn't it be more vitalizing? It sounds like they want to build up like the area third to sixth west. Is that revitalized? I don't know. Cal says the effect that sports stadiums have on a city cannot be measured in just dollars. Cultural impact is real. I agree with that. 
signed all Charger fans from San Diego. Cultural pride, unification. Yeah. You name it. A lot of positives. I hope it happens. Youths for life. Serious question. Do you guys ever have any youth interviews on this show, not including Dolce? I think this is the 15th day on my day, uh, 15th day on my way to work where it's a BYU interview. Pathetic. What was a BYU interview today? Greg Rebell. Oh, this morning. In the in the morning, if he drove in early in the morning. Gotcha. Well, we shouldn't have. They, they didn't do anything this week. We shouldn't talk to them. Well, I hate the Utes. <laughs> you do not. I hate everything about them. You do not. They're classless. You hate them ever since you were born. You know, a little Morgan. No, you're missing. You're mixing Morgan with Max. I am. Eminem. <laughs> I hate everything about them. They poured beer on my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Use for Life will try to go up there and uh, get some more uh, two-minute interviews with somebody screaming, last question, at the two- or three-minute mark. <laughs> Don't wake me up. Uh, they've got uh, spring ball starts not next week but the week after. All right. <laughs> but when does BYU start? Today. <laughs> Today. A BYU sound tomorrow morning. Oh, I see. Good news. Good news, Use for Life. More Cougars coming tomorrow. Had Nagy on today. The men's basketball team, it's too bad it's not better and didn't provide a, a better story and bigger well, wins. It's not over yet. No, it's not. But actually, I, But I, they've got a losing record I, in a bad league. I mean, it, it's being forecast as a two-bit league right now. I understand. The amount of time that I think – I was thinking about this here fairly recently, ironically enough, mm-hmm. that we have spent talking Utah football since we first started the show till now – Man, you can't even put a percentage on the amount of increase. It's increased been. dramatically. Yeah, it increased Rightly a lot. So it increased a lot from the day we started in yeah. 2002 yeah. until 2010. Because you look like, well, we started, and it's the spring ball that um, Mac is still there, right? Getting ready to go into his last season, 2002. And so Urban comes, Fiesta Bowl, Kyle gets hired, Sugar Bowl into the Pac-12, and then with BYU going independent. And not being as big a story. And Utah and the Pac-12 grow on. Look at the amount of time we've spent in the last 10 years on Utah football. But I get the last, uh, you know, the last two months, BYU's been winning more. They've been the bigger, more interesting story in the better league. But I appreciate his his interest, assuming it's a a male. They'll be back, Utes for life. And he wants more Ute talk. I'm, I'm okay with that. You recognize the mountain? Look at that. That's his photo. It's pretty scenic right there. But I can't. I can't tell you where it is. Well, when you find out, ask him. Where's that mountain? DJ and PK. It's ninety-seven-five. The zone. Jake and Ben are leaning against the wall in the next studio. They're ready to go. They're gonna sprint in here and take over next, right here on the zone.